Welcome to episode 32 on Hell Simple Radio. Kyle Reedhead here. I'm joined with Rashi Dat. If you haven't heard of her, she has an absolutely uh, amazing and inspiring story that we're going to talk about today in this episode. Currently, Rashida is a yoga teacher. She's received four championships as a vegan bodybuilding NPC. She's a certified Reiki practitioner, personal trainer, mindfulness coach. She's big into detox and teaching how to detox properly. Um, so there's, there's a lot going on in her life, but it wasn't always this healthy and happy story. She started from a place of addiction addicted to drugs and, and alcohol and, and really went down a path that you know, wasn't the greatest for her life, but she was able to harness the power of holistic practices to really turn her mindset and turn her life around into what it is today. So we're going to talk a lot about her story and the things that she used in her life to prosper and to you know, create a, a holistic happy and, and healthy life that she lives now. So enjoy the story and I hope that what we discuss in this episode can help you to create a stronger mindset with anything that you're looking to accomplish in your life. Hello podcast listeners, welcome to the Health Simple Show. I'm your host, Kyle Reedhead, and I interview health and wellness experts from around the world to help you live healthy, happy, and stress-free. Enjoy the next show. So, well, thank you so much for allowing me to come on this podcast. But, okay, so my story started, I would say, I like to say, I like to say it started right out of high school because in high school, I was really heavy on drugs. I was running the streets. I was doing everything besides schoolwork. <laughs> so I, I like to start it there because that's where my addiction to drugs and alcohol began. And um, so it began in high school, all the way out of high school, all the way up until I was like 20, 23. Um, and I may be a little bit off with the numbers because it's, you know, I'm getting up there in the age, you know. So, <laughs> um, so all the way up until 23 and I was really overweight. I was one of those overweight drug addicts, right? <laughs> because I was very functional. I still kept a job. Nobody really knew. I was, you know, I was really kind of like, yo, like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I can do this. And I can also function in life and be normal. You know what I mean? So until I tried to stop a couple times, I was doing real estate at that time. And I tried to stop a couple times and it'll last like a month or two. And I would find myself going back to drugs and going back to that lifestyle. So I was like, okay, one morning I had to wake up. This is, the, I swear to God, I can remember this day like it was yesterday. It was a binge all weekend. I didn't have any sleep. I stayed up the whole weekend. I had to be at work at mon on Monday morning at like nine o'clock. I worked at nine to five. And it was like 7 a.m. And I was like, I have to go to work. and. I haven't slept all weekend and I'm still high. And I was like, I cannot do this no more. I just literally, I picked up a yellow pages and I flipped open AA meetings and I called a rehab center and I was like, yo, I need help. And it was like, okay. And it was 800 numbers. So I was like, I need help. And they said, what's going on? I told them what was going on. I haven't slept. Da, 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 da. And long story short, I was on a flight to Florida to go into a rehab center. I left everything. It was like, do not call anyone. Do not 
tell anybody where you're going. Find one person that'll, don't even tell your job. They was like, just find one person that'll take you to the airport at 3, 3 p.m. So it's like, now it's like 8 a.m. and I have to be at work in an hour and I'm going, getting all of my stuff together and about to go to rehab and catch a plane in a couple of hours. So, man, that was, I couldn't tell my mother. (laughs) I couldn't tell anybody. And I'm now, I'm in Florida getting help. I'm in a rehab center. Like, yo, this is really happening. It was like, this is happening right now. This shift is, this shift is happening in my life. And I'm, and I, and I'm, I was proud of myself, but I was really, really scared. So that's kind of like where it began. I lost a lot of weight in rehab and what was, what was so awesome about it, it gave me some type of structure because in high school and growing up, my mom gave me a little bit too much freedom. She loved me so much and I was spoiled. Um, I, I wouldn't say I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I was the youngest, but I was spoiled rotten and I got to do anything that I wanted to do. And I took full advantage of it. So <laughs> going to rehab was like, yo, I have to go to sleep at what time? And uh, wait, wait, I have to wake up and eat at this time? And I have to, what, wait a minute. But I needed that. Yeah. I needed that. It grounded me. So when I got out of rehab, 30 days later, I came back to Chicago and I, and I even got my job back. How awesome is that? They were like, <laughs> oh, love you. Of course, because I was making them millions of dollars. I was top salesperson of the company. So yeah, they, they took me back. Um, <laughs> I got my job back. And I end up being in this long time, long-term relationship, like six years, and ended up having my own business. Um, I was rocking. I had my own business. I had. I was doing fashion shows. I was like kicking it. Like it was like I was. I was free. I was clean. I was doing my thing, and I found myself slipping back and going back into alcohol. Um, wasn't drugs, but I started slipping up and going back into alcohol and I got swollen. I was big as hell. Right. I was, I got back big. I was like 222 pounds heavy. That was the time that I actually weighed myself. So I weighed myself at 222. Um, but I had already started going into the gym. So I probably was bigger than that. Um, so I was 222 and I was like, yo, I cannot believe I'm here again. I'm not really in the drugs. Uh, uh, as heavy as I was, but I was really a, an alcoholic. I was fifths a day. Hennessy was my my <laughs> drug of choice, man. Hennessy and chicken wings and French fries was everything. <laughs> so what happened was I ended up going to the gym, right? And I was in the gym. I was working out. I had slowed down on my own because I knew the things that I needed to do. I I was really strong. I'm really strong-minded. So I knew the things that I needed to do. I was slowly weaning myself out of alcohol. I ended up um, having a bad breakup. That bad breakup really shot me to going to the gym even more, even harder. So when I ran into this young lady, I was on the stairs, right? I'm on the stairs and I'm looking around the gym. You know how you just kind of like around the gym, just looking at everybody like, "Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I seen this trainer and she was walking, her arms was like, pow. I'm like, wait, who is that? I want my body to look like that. (laughs) So I I got off the stairs and I was like, yo, can you train me? And she was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, what do you do? How do you get your body like that? She was like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm like, I want to do that. So from that, I went from 222 all the way up to like 150 pounds in like nine months. Wow! Like I was, I killed the game. I did my first bodybuilding competition. I, I, I look like shit, honestly, because I really, <laughs> <laughs> I really binged 
Like I like I, I I did it just the whole unnatural way. Like I didn't do like the 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 um the steroids or anything, but I really like I was taking laxatives. I was really like just doing it the the horrible way, some a way that I would never recommend. Um, but I got on stage and I, you know, I was 150 pounds. I was like, yes. So, and, and I wasn't drinking. It gave me an opportunity to not drink. So I was, I put myself through that challenge to really kind of wean myself off of alcohol and to get myself in shape. So I did it. And from there, my whole fitness career began. My whole fitness modeling. I was, you know, I, everybody wanted a piece of me. Like, yo, you look great. And I put my, my transformation story online. So everybody wanted a piece of me. My, my fitness career was like jumping off. I was in Chicago. I was like, yes. I was modeling. For, <laughs> like, everything was going great, man. I was like, yes. But it started getting a lot because I was doing fitness and I was still in real estate, right? And it was just got it just got too much for me. And I just jumped up and moved to Florida and I moved to Florida. I just left Chicago. I was like, I'm leaving to Chicago and I'm just ready to go. This is too much. Everybody wants too much out of me, blah, blah, blah. So I left and I ended up relapsing in 2013. Now this was a relapse because I got to Florida and I got depressed as hell. I was so depressed. Like, I didn't know. I was like, why did I move? I, what, what's going on with me? I, I, like, what, it, like, really, Rashida, what is going on? I got depressed and I got involved with some girls that was doing who knows what. And I ended up going back on drugs. And I was, I was doing heavy drugs. I was doing alcohol and ended up getting locked up. I got locked up. And, and when I was in jail, you know, I was crying. I was like, I ain't gonna do it no more. I ain't gonna do it no more. I promise, I promise. I ain't gonna do it no more. Please, God, if you get me out of this. I started getting on my knees and praying to God and praying, praying to my ancestors and everything. Um, I ended up, the, char the charges got dropped, all of that crap. And I got out and I, I walked across the street to a yoga studio. This is where my holistic lifestyle began. Mm, cool. I went to this yoga studio, right? And... I remember walking into it and it smelled so amazing. I still smell that same smell because I use the Nak Champa incense still to this day because it brings back that memory of when my holistic yoga transformation started. I walked into that yoga studio and met this young lady named Amber. Loved her to death. She showed me everything that I, I knew, like everything that I wanted to know about spiritual living. She gave me my first spiritual book. Um, I loved her class. I loved her flow. I told her to teach me what she knows. And that was my first really spiritual teacher. I stayed with her for about a month. No, 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 no. A year, not a month, a year. Uh, I was, I, she just took me under her wing. That's when my whole manifestation started learning how to use my energy to create and manipulate this energy. And like, I was just all into it. I like dove into, it. I remember staying up into like, four or five o'clock in the morning, just feed myself this knowledge. Like, it's like every time one window opened, I opened another one. I was just, it's like, like the rabbit hole kept getting further and further. And I was just digging myself deeper. I was like, yo, this shit is amazing. I'm not human. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. <laughs> oh, this is like, like everything just started expanding for me. I started being flexible and like everything was just going excellent. And i like, I remember driving in my car because I owned a, a gym in, 
at that time. I remember driving to my car, I was like five in the morning. I was about to teach my 5.30 a.m. class. And I was like, yo, I'm ready for my husband now. I'm ready to do the thing, right? I'm ready. You know, I was, I was just manifesting and creating exactly what I wanted in my life. Two weeks later, my husband popped up. Uh, a month later, I moved back to Chicago. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everything just started going crazy. Like it was like pop, pop, pop. And um, I didn't pick up drugs anymore. I've been clean now um, for, you know, until from 2013 till now. So that's what, five years clean. Um, so when I got out 2013, I, I got clean. I went vegan. I met my husband, now divorced actually, <laughs> but met my husband. <laughs> and um, that's when my yoga career started. I was still doing fitness. Fitness, fitness came first, then yoga, meditation. Then I went on a hundred day juice fast. That, sh that shifted my entire life on detoxing. So now to, at this, now fast forwarding to this present moment, I'm divorced. I am now an author of three self-help um, books and I'm the creator of my number one seller, the seven day holistic detox. I've written a 28 day uh, transition to vegan meal plan. I've um, created a meditation handbook. I've traveled to Israel india um uh where else israel and i lived in thailand and i did all of that for educating and just just filling myself up a little bit more with with the knowledge of yoga meditation spiritual this the nature of reality and expanding my consciousness and now i'm an international yoga and meditation teacher a speaker and and holistic lifestyle entrepreneur and that's my story <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's, that's absolutely amazing. And you know, what's, <laughs> what's really interesting about the story for me is that there was sort of multiple moments that were the, you know, this is it. This is the moment that I finally get out of it. And it's like, you know, this is, it, everyone thinks that when they get to success or you get to, you know, you're trying to lose weight, it's this, you know, perfect straight line where it's like, you know, it's going to, you're just going to get there. There's no setbacks. And, and I think your story is, is so inspiring because it shows that, there's these ups and downs and ups and downs are a real part of life. And that's, that's how you get to success, right? Is that you have sure. to go through these failures and you, you sure. have to just keep pushing and pushing, which is what, what you did really. For sure. Duality. Duality. Exactly. Duality. Without, without up, there can't be down. Without down, it can't, without the light, there can't be dark. Without the darkness, it can't be light. It's like when I've come to terms with that, I've, now I'm learning to love both the negative and the positive because it's mm -hmm. negative and positive. Like, but it's positive in both of it, like all of it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here having this moment of this conversation without me being a drug addict. <laughs> like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it, it just, it wouldn't have happened that way. It wouldn't have flowed this, this, this divinely. Like, it just happened that way. And, and I try to teach my clients like, yo, bad times don't last unless you want them to unless you continue to just fester and feed that that negative energy and this is when we were talking about the frequency if you continue to keep your frequency low into that that moment of despair like oh why me and you continue to to fester that energy more of that energy is going to begin coming into your life you the more you resist that the more it's going to persist the more you create that energy the more it's going to attract to you begin shifting the mindset, begin shifting the perspective on life, there's always a good and bad way to see things. I'd rather look at it in a positive way, you know, because that, 
the type of energy that's going to attract to me. Mm -hmm. And when was it that you sort of developed that, that mindset to just look at things positively throughout, even if there are failures? Honestly, I swear to God, it just kind of developed. It's still developing because there are days I'd be like, Oh, there are days, trust me, that I want to punch my laptop, that I want to just like throw my iPhone, that I want to just curse people out. And there's times that I do that. There's times that I'm feeling really bad and I go on another binge. Like there are times that like there's always those times like like the more and more I, I get fed those times, the stronger and stronger I get. Now I'm so mindful of them because of my practices because that I'm, I'm creating these daily practices for me to see perspectives of life differently. Mm-hmm. So the more and more I feed myself, the better and better the outcomes are in my life. If that makes sense. Like, so it never really like began or stopped. It's still going. I never look at myself. Like I've, I've, I've arrived. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no. And I cuss, I get mad, I cry when I'm sad, I, I, I miss my mama just the same way as anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a, it's a, you know, mindset is so important. And this is something that we talk about a lot of the shows is that, I mean, you can have all the knowledge, you know, you want, you can know everything you want about nutrition or about, about, you know, fitness. But if you don't have the mindset to continue to apply it, continue to learn it and continue to actually push forward with it then you're not going to get anywhere. And so it's really all about that, that mindset that you've developed, which is. Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's, it's all about holistic development. When I say holistic development, it's developing the mind, the body, and the spirit. When I began my, my journey, I just saw body. Like my, my focus was yeah. just body. And no matter how many times, like I did one show, the first show was, was strictly about the body. The second show, the bodybuilding show, I, it was strictly about body. And then when I came back from India, after receiving my yoga teacher first certification, I was like, it has nothing to do with body. Like it, it I mean, like, well, it has something to do with body because you got to have a healthy body, but it's more to it than just that. When I was doing, when I got those six pack abs, I swear to God, I was, I still felt incomplete. There was still something missing. It was like, I'm still not like everybody say, once I get these abs, I'll be all right. No, I got them four to five times during my bodybuilding competition. Stayed with them. It still was an incompleteness. Like there was something I was missing. So this is what, what really pushed me to, to live a more holistic lifestyle. Because when I started pouring in and developing my mental strength, we can bicep curl all day, but, but how about you meditate and see how much the muscle up here can be stronger? So when mm-hmm. I started to do that, it started then gravitating me towards more of my spirituality, more of learning about this energy and the way it works and how to manipulate it and how to, to live a more abundant life, how to create, how to realize who I truly am and live in it. It was amazing. I'm like, now I, I feel like I'm, I definitely feel like I haven't arrived, but I feel so much more balanced. Now I don't feel like I need anything. Now I just feel like I just got to continue pouring into myself and developing these parts of me. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think it, you hit it right on the head where it's not just about the body. And I think a lot of people 
that's where they start their health journey or their, their wellness yes. journey. And that's great. At least there's, there's a way to, you know, that door that, that opens to get them started. And then from there, it's really about, as you said, going to the mind and, 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 you know, focusing on that. And so, uh, what was it really that led you to realizing that it was more about the mind than, than anything? Uh, you know, I think it had a lot to do with me reaching out and, and being radical about my healing. Um, I, I, I mean, I traveled in these, in these travels and in these, these, these moments of realization, when you begin to clear your mind, you begin to hear your true self. And honestly, I, I, I believe that that shift that shift continues to happen the more and more I expand my, my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Really. What sort of uh, mindful practices do you do? I know you talked on meditation and yoga would be, would be that as well. Can you kind of walk through uh, your journey in that, how, how you got started, what sort of things you do on the daily now um, yes. to, to progress in that area? Yes. I'm, I'm always challenging myself. First of all, that is something that is super important in my life. Always like being radical about my, 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 myself. Like I always have to take myself to the next level. So right now it's funny that you're asking me that because right now I'm doing a seven day meditation challenge online. Right. Okay. And I'm, 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 I'm hosting it as well as I'm, I'm have a sponsor that is sponsoring this actual meditation challenge. So something that works 100% of the time is doing it first thing in the morning having a daily ritual, having a daily practice. But the thing, the reason why a lot of people fail at this because they fail to wake up early enough to do it. (laughs) A lot of people don't want to wake up early. They don't even want to wake up period. They want to just wait until the alarm clock goes off and hit snooze. But for me, what, what works 100% of the time is waking up early enough to get my meditation practice in. And I, depending on where I'm at, emotionally where I'm at as far as my business depends on the type of meditation that I do. Like I wrote the meditation handbook and it has 19 different meditations in it. The ones that I usually stick to my top is the mala bead meditation, just taking some mala beads and breathing and and clicking each, each bead. Another one is just breath meditation, listening to my breath in and out, naturally breathing. And another one is, um, sound vibration. Like I'll put on some binaural beats and I'll listen to some beats for, and I'll just zone out and get connected to that vibration. Mm. Um, and usually the vibration is like 532 Hertz, which is a love vibration, something that just continues to like, just continue expanding and, and opening up my heart space. Um, because I don't, I feel like love and God is interchangeably. It's like the same. So, um, it just depends on where I'm at and depends on actually like my, like my whole, like my holistic life depends on where I'm at is depend on how long I'm doing it for. So sometimes I'll meditate 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night. Sometimes it'll be five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Sometimes it won't be at all. You get what I'm saying? It just really depends on where I'm at, but I definitely try to get at least five to 10 minutes in a day. Some days I'm really in it. Like, like this morning I did 30 minutes after my five minute live, I did 20 more minutes, 25 more minutes on my own, just sitting and listening to my breath. 
And that's my favorite practice because I feel like once when I'm in this meditation of, of concentrating on my breath, each time that my mind drifts off and I come back to, and I realize that I've drifted off and I come back to my breath, I feel like that's like a bicep curl of my mind. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. All right, I see you. I'm going back to here. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's getting stronger. That's kind of like my leg press or my squat. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's that's definitely has kept has kept a, a continuous balance in my holistic lifestyle for sure. Do you use by the way, I love the repetition uh analogy for for meditation because that's what I do too. <laughs> it it really does make it easier for you. That's what I think too. But yep. do you use meditation um you know, if all of a sudden you start to have a very stressful day or you start to feel like you may, and I don't know if you ever have this feeling, but you may relapse again or you may go back to, you know, wanting some alcohol or wanting to eat, you know, bad foods or, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Does meditation play a role there to kind of get rid of those feelings or what's... Um, I, I used to have to do that more, but okay. now that I've, I've committed to a daily practice, it's become easier for me to say, nah, no thanks. Nah, that ain't where I'm, that, that, that's not where I'm at right now. It's easier for me to turn my back on the things that I know that does not serve me anymore. But in, in the beginning stages of my meditation and learning these practices, these practices and, and incorporating it, them into my life, I used to have to be like, yo, I need to sit down somewhere and go and meditate like right now or I'm about yeah. to kick somebody in the neck you know <laughs> what I mean like seriously or no you know like right now I need most of the time when I'm in a in a position as far as drugs and my sobriety staying sober I don't allow myself into situations where it's a lot of alcohol or people that's doing drugs around these are things that I'm just mindful of because of my journey I stay mindful of them because I'm constantly doing the mindful practice every single day. So um, in the beginning though, you're, you're for sure, for sure. I used to have to do that. Like in the middle of the day after my, after my workouts, like <laughs> that was like, yo, I have to, I need to digress now. I have to digress. <laughs> you know, and I think that's something that, that people who are, let's say, you know, trying to lose weight or just trying to improve their health, they may not be coming from, you know, an area that you came from being addicted to drugs and, and, and alcohol. But, you know, a lot of us are addicted to sugar or processed mm -hmm. foods or just eating in an unhealthy way. And, it, you know, we tend to fall back so easily. We go from a diet to diet and we fall back to our, our default way of eating, right? And just mm -hmm. exactly the cycle. And, and I think that's where mindfulness and meditation plays such an important role is, you know, if all of a sudden you're craving that sugar or you're craving that food, just sit back and be mindful, maybe meditate, do what it is that you need to do. And eventually you give it five minutes of focusing on your breathing. You'll forget about that, right? I swear to God, 30 breaths. If you sit down and just breathe 30 times, I swear to God, your mind will be completely off sugar, alcohol, whatever it is that you, you exactly. feel like you want to do. If you just sit down 30 breaths tops, mm -hmm. tops, you're done. It's done. And, and just like what happened to you is eventually after you do that enough, those cravings, those things just don't happen anymore, right? It becomes a habit. It becomes subconscious. And yep. that's really the key to, to wellness, right? Is, is fighting through those, you know, those issues, fighting through those old habits. And whether it's using mindfulness practice, whether it's, you know, whatever else is you want to do, maybe it's yoga. Um, you know, you continue to do those and apply those when things get tough. 
and that's going to allow you to get through until you're at the point where it's no longer an issue and you've, you've mm -hmm. created that new healthy habit. I Correct. think that's really the, the pathway that people need to understand. Correct. It's, it's, it, the more repetitions that you do, the more consistency that you give the practice of mindfulness, the more and more benefits that you will see in your reality. It's all about reprogramming the subconscious. It's all of these, 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 these addiction issues, this trauma, all of it is from a subconscious place. The reason why you're doing certain things and the reason why you're choosing certain people in your life, it's all coming from a subconscious place. And the, the importance of yoga and meditation for me is to, to be able to deprogram these subconscious thoughts so that these subconscious thoughts can be more positive and more beneficial to my reality. Mm -hmm. And I mean, those subconscious thoughts are things that have developed years and years through, through childhood, potentially, right? Yes. Through lifetimes, through, through lifetime. Exactly. Yes. So, so, and that's why, you know, people need to understand that you can't just change in, in a day or 30 days, right? It took how this many years to develop work. that bad habit. It's going to take, you know, eventually not, maybe not the same, hopefully not the same amount of time, but hopefully. it's going to take work. Like you said, an effort to actually change that subconscious mind to, to getting into a natural Absolutely. state. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to take, it's going to take you to, to do that one thing, that one thing that people are, are afraid to do commit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's, you, you're going to have to commit. And the people nowadays are lazy as hell and they don't want to commit to, to developing their self mentally, spiritually, and physically. Like, they don't want to commit and it's a commitment issues. And these, these issues lie in a subconscious place, not a conscious place in a subconscious place. And you have to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to be radical about my life and do what the hell I need to do. If that's leaving my household for the benefit of myself, then I'm going to have to do it. Sometimes you got to be radical about it. Mm -hmm. and, and you know really radical about it like like i was super like i left the country g like i like i wait a minute now i left the country i left my job my apartment my mother my my everything just to get myself healthy and guess what when i came out of rehab i got my job back my apartment was there my mother loved me even more for doing it like we we are we're afraid because it you know we're we're being judged on oh if we if we do that we're gonna be judged or what's gonna happen to my life afterwards if if this happened they're afraid that fear begins to 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 start coming up but for me I'm like you know what it is what it is I'm gonna just go and do it and just take that next step and say whatever's gonna happen I'm going to be taken care of because if you Take the time to pour love into yourself. The universe will conspire to give you everything that you need. Mm, I love that. And you know, and today is World Mental Health Day. Is and it? It is, yeah. It's World Mental Health Day. And, and, and this is the thing, you know, the same sort of thing that, that I try to preach as well is, is you need to take care of yourself. Uh, before anything. And if you do that, it's going to allow you to be able to take care of so many others. And it's going to be, you know, allow you to, to do offer so much more. Um, yeah. So it, it's so important to just actually take that time. And whether it's like you said, getting up early in the morning, or maybe it's when you get home from work, whatever it is, but to take care of yourself and just make decisions, make a decision 
mm-hmm. that, you know, doing what it is that you need to do to, to make you get better because that's the Correct. most important thing. Correct. Correct. And don't be so hard on ourselves because I remember whenever I felt like I failed, it was like, I was super hard on myself. Like, Oh, I didn't go to the gym today. You know, I, st- I was super hard. So I might as well just go ahead and eat like a pig. Get it. You know, like I was super like hard on myself. I judged myself so much for not staying on the task. Like, ah, uh, I was so like, I was crazy about it. Um, and what's, what, what helped me with not judging myself so much is learning that this is part of the journey. I don't fail. I just, I learn or I win. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay, during this time, what, what made me fall? What made me, what made me feel like I didn't want to go to the gym today and fix that problem instead of, instead of going to, to say all of these negative things about you and programming yourself to think negative. Like, you know what? I didn't fail. Let me figure out what I can learn from this. How can I grow from this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like instead of taking it the route of just judging and, and, and saying all that negative stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now I want to talk to you about detox because I know it's an area that, that you're really interested in. and, And I know you've written some books on, um, when did you get started into detoxing? Why? And kind of, you know, and then I guess I'll ask some more questions after that. <laughs> detoxing started. So I started to do detoxing. Well, fasting. I used to do the lemonade diet. Remember, you know, the, the, the uh, master cleanse. Remember yeah, yeah. The master cleanse? Yeah. I, it's probably still, you know, popular right now. I'm just out of that circle. <laughs> but I used to do the master's cleanse a lot because um, I love the way it made me feel. And at the time that I was doing the master cleanses, I didn't realize how important it was when it came to the vibration of how I, how, how we are. Like, so let's just say for instance, whenever I did the the lemonade diet, I always felt like high vibrant. Uh, you know, my, my focus was, you know, was dead on my, had this clarity. Um, and I didn't realize that how, how it played such a major role in my frequency, in my energy, not just the energy, physical energy, but my energy and how it attracted certain things and how I opened myself up. It wasn't until I met my naturopathic doctor in 2000 and what's this? 18, 16, 17, in 2016. And uh, she was a life coach and she was a naturopathic doctor. And before I met her, I was like, yo, I need to do something drastic. I, you know, I really want to, I, I really like juicing because I was really healthy before I did my, my hundred days. Um, and I was like, I want to do, I'm going to do a hundred days of just juice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I have these red, like, because I'm, I'm so intuitive when it comes to me, I have these random, like, downloads, right? And these downloads come to me and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this for a hundred days. And it's like, what, wait, 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 how, why, why? <laughs> and I don't, you know, and I don't really ask too many questions. I just do. So I, when I met the nat- my naturopathic doctor, I said, yo, um, so I'm going to do a hundred days and I need you to kind of like see me through this and make sure that I don't kill myself basically. <laughs> um, and she's like a hundred days. I'm like, yeah. And actually I want you to do it with me. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> so 
we had a relationship prior to because she was like my life coach. Okay. And I was getting into life coaching at that time. So I kind of like needed a mentor. I'm like, yeah, so I'm going to do a hundred days and I would like for you to join me too. And she's like, I can do 60 days with you. I'm like 60, you might as well just do the hundred. So she ended up doing it with me. And she mentored me through the whole time because I needed her help. So during the time that, that she was mentoring me, she was developing herself as well. So the, each week that I, I would see her twice a week, right? And each week I could see her giving me more information, her lighting herself up. Like she was losing, she had more weight to lose. She was losing like 12, 12 pounds a week. Like, like she was going, like I only lost maybe two or three pounds a week or whatever. Mm-hmm but she was gone. So she, she really educated me on detoxifying the body, certain herbs and certain juices, what it does to you. Like she was putting me through this whole entire mentorship program during a whole hundred days. And at that time I also had a colon coach cause I was doing, um, colonics each week. I was, you know, I was really like changing the cellular structure of my body. Mm-hmm. Like I was healing myself from, from my cells out like from a very small like it was crazy um and i loved i'm telling you by the day 40 when i would see the color red that color red was the reddest red i've ever seen and the the sky was bluer like my colors were more like i everything was just like more abundant like the sky was sparkly, like everything was just vibrant. Hmm. And so many other things shifted for me. I felt like I was almost like reborn, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And so on the hundredth day, yo, I did not stop. I I didn't stop. I kept going to like 107 days. And on the, the 107th day, I was like, I don't really want to stop, but I'm going to do it just because I don't want to die. You know, I think it's time for me to kind of like eat something, you know, (laughs) and I cried like a baby. I really did. I I cried like a baby because I didn't want this feeling that I was having to leave me. So ever since then, um, I made it. Did it leave you when you ate? I'm just curious. Did it what? Did it leave you when you ate some food? Did, Did it leave me? Yeah, after, 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 I would say that feeling started to dissipate after, I would say, maybe two or three weeks, okay. I started feeling human again. Yeah. It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I started to feel human. And I knew that I was going to start feeling human. That's why I didn't want to stop. So um, fast forward to now, a year and some something later and I actually blogged the whole thing it's on my YouTube channel well not the whole thing but most of my days I blogged about it but um now from there it birthed the seven-day holistic detox and that's one of my best-selling books now right now is the seven-day holistic detox and I made sure that holistic detox was not just a physical detox I put yoga in it i put meditation in it i put the detox recipes in it and i put spiritual practices up in that detox like so it's not just oh i'm going on a detox oh no you're about to change your life in Mm -hmm. seven days 
if you continue, if you really commit to this, you can begin living a holistic lifestyle the way that I did. From my whole 11 years of my journey, you can get it in seven days. And if you want to keep it up, you can go ahead and keep it up. So this particular seven-day holistic detox is something that I commit to every month. I haven't stopped every month. I, I detox for seven days. Most of the things that I do in the seven-day holistic detox, I already do. I just mm -hmm. really commit those seven days out of the month just so I can hold on to that feeling of being immortal. <laughs> and allows you to ingrain those habits even more, right? If you're really, yes. really dialing it in for seven days at a time, then mm. I mean, it's 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 getting to that subconscious for the rest of those days within Correct. that month. Correct. Right? Correct. And usually, the seven days last for for fourteen days. The seven days, and then seven days after, and then now I'm beginning to feel human again. Okay, now the next month is here again. Now I'm detoxing again. So it's, I've I've kind of made it like a good routine where yeah. yo, all right, I'm. I, it's time to just, it's like, okay, I'm being human again and I'm catching feelings now and things hurt me. Now, <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me detox again. <laughs> but people think like, oh, you're detoxing too much. It's really not like, because the way that I do it is like the first two days is just juice. The, the, the first two days is just juice. And then day three through five is juices and smoothies. And then the day six and seven is smoothies and, and salads. So it's not really like you're just juicing the whole entire time or it's just like you're just drinking one juice a day and then the rest of the days you're just drinking water. You know, it's not, it's not even like that at all. So is there protein? Is there fats at all? Or is it yeah, protein, it's a protein shake. You know what I mean? It's, you, I, and I suggest raw protein powder, raw yeah. vegan protein powder in the, the protein because the, the thing of it is I want you to just be raw. You know what I mean? High vibrational. And I chose that because it raises your vibration automatically. It raises your vibration automatically. And when you raise your vibration, you're, 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 you begin to open up your, your, and expand your consciousness a lot more. So you're able to digest a lot more positive information if you're doing what I tell you to do. In the, in the detox. What can you explain what vibrations is for the listeners here? Uh, okay. This is a term that we've never heard before, and, and you know, I just want to know, what does that mean to you? What is the really definition of that? So vibration, energy, and frequency is, is all the same thing. And when you speak on, uh, on the language of the universe, you got to speak on vibration, energy, and frequency. We are all frequencies. We are all vibration. And depending on the frequency that you are vibrating on, it depends, it will, it will depend on your energy that you push out into the universe. We are all collectively here together. And this universe is created with all of us and we're all a vibration. So when I say you're, when you raise your vibration, you get closer to the frequency of the universe, right? So that's all it is independent it's like like so i have like a little chart right so so if you can see that if you guys can see that so what so like let's just say if you're vibrating at a alpha point of 20 so 20 is you'll have these feelings of guilt and shame uh, um empathy grief Right. So when you're in and when you're at the heightened state and you raise your vibration to a 700, right, 700 plus is you're in a state of enlightenment. 
you know, so, and these, these vibrations go up and down throughout your day, depending on where you are, depending on your experiences in life right now, or what, whatever it can just the nature of reality. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes you can go into the, 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 the frequency of love. Love is between 500, 532. If you're familiar with the 532 Hertz or 428, that is the, the frequency of love and joy and peace. You know what I mean? So, so when I speak on vibration and frequency, it's all the same thing. When you raise your, your frequency, you want to raise yourself out of that guilt, that pain, that hurt, that, 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 and then getting yourself up and raising that vibration up to more of, of an enlightened state. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you're just feeling fantastic, it's one of those days where you're just, you're listening to this, this song, let's say, and it just is like inspiring you and, and you're just the happiest you've been. Is that your frequency raising is that your vibrations yeah, it depends on the frequency of so music is a frequency right when you turn yeah. change the channel let's just say for for instance just like music so certain music can make you feel like you want to go hard in the gym huh, you know the, the, you know like <laughs> and it changes your mood right yeah. So in the same thing as you listening to some classical music and you feeling whimsically and depends on that frequency, it'll affect your frequency, right? And it, and it goes the same way with your physical, your energy and the, the, the state of frequency that you're in. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect everybody around you as well. Yeah. So it's, and it goes the same. Everything is energy. There's nothing that is static here in this universe everything is energy everything is movement everything has a vibration everything mm-hmm. the, the universe the earth has a vibration <laughs> and depends on and like depending on the vibration of the earth like right now there's a tornado that means the frequency over in that area of that universe is a very low frequency so we have to do our part as humans, as a human species, to continue raising our frequency so that it can help the collective consciousness. So the frequency really relates to one another, right? So whether you're in the same room or you're elsewhere, it's all kind of interconnected? Everything is connected. We are one. We are one, one full frequency. And whether you want to say God, whether you want to say Allah, whatever your religion is, we all we all want to vibrate at frequency of love mm-hmm. and, and every, and without love, without love, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I just feel as though we're all at this state of wanting to stay in the frequency of love. 532. <laughs> 532. Is that what it is? Yeah. 532. Of love. Okay. Between- between five and between fourth so it's like there's there's a there's a, a yes it's, it's a range so i just say 532 i just say five <laughs> awesome i love yeah. that now listen rashida I, I i don't have any more questions for you but i want to know is there anything else that um you know that's burning in your mind that you want to share with with the listeners that we didn't touch on uh, so far in this episode you know we didn't touch on the fact that Yoga is something that people should definitely try mm-hmm. to incorporate in their daily regimen. And I don't want to say, I, let's just say for the, the people that are religious that's listening to this, this podcast and listening to my, my, my uh, live, just learn to stretch and breathe. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's all what yoga is. Learn to take time to stretch your body and breathe properly. Breath is prana. Breath is life force energy. And yoga or stretching and breathing <laughs> has so many benefits it eliminates your stress. It helps with joints. It helps with muscle soreness. It helps with expanding your consciousness. It helps with expanding the body. It helps with flexibility. It helps with back issues. It helps with mental issues. It helps with a lot of other issues that we we are we are all suffering from depression. Like so. uh, meditation and yoga is really kind of the same you know what I mean it's kind of the same but the the yoga brings the physical aspects into it so whether you're in the gym working out and training yoga can benefit you whether you're not in the in the gym and you're a runner yoga can benefit you whether you're sitting at home and doing nothing and you retire yoga can benefit from you so I just highly recommend that and Another thing that's super duper important for the success of your healthy lifestyle is getting yourself a regimen, putting yourself on a structured plan. Mm-hmm. This helps for me. I'm, I'm a very Pitta type person. I have to, I move better with a structure, with a plan. Um, and it may not always be the same every single week, but I like to structure my life. I like to know that this month, this week, I'm gonna be detoxing every day. This is my this this week. This these are my workout days. This um these days. This is what I'm eating. In the morning, I'm gonna be meditating. This is how many minutes I'm gonna spend on meditating. And a lot of people feel like they can't do it because of time. I have to put a timer on, or I'll meditate too long, or I'll read my book too long, or I'll do yoga too long. Set timers and get yourself in a daily routine. And early in the morning, highly successful people, and this is something that is you can Google, highly sex, successful people wake up early. I ain't saying wake up at 4.30 in the morning because ain't nobody trying to do all that. But, <laughs> but try to wake up early and get yourself on a routine. And this is one of the greatest tips that I can give anybody right now. So I completely yes. agree. We just did a whole episode. I think it was episode 30. Um, and we talked all about morning routines and just preparation and how important that is. And that's something that I do every night too. I can't go to sleep if I don't plan out what I'm going to do the next day. Nice. You know, I want to have my days, my weeks plan and, and because it's all about priorities. Right. And, and, mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, you always have enough time. You always can get to the gym or, you know, eat healthy or whatever it is that you're trying to do. You just got to make it a priority. And if you don't make it a priority, well, you're going to choose Netflix instead, or you're going to choose scrolling on on the gram instead of, instead of doing that. So if you prepare and make it a priority, well, that's going to be your key to success. So I I completely agree with that. Absolutely. Nice. That, and that, and that, that when you prepare with your, your, just your body, that's that helps with success but even in your business and i know that you are entrepreneur like me like you got to set that priority even in your business your finances all of that mm-hmm. and i can only imagine if i had a full family you got to <laughs> set family time you got to you know what i mean like everything has to be like yo 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 yo, yo. you know and like and 
and not be so hard and you know stern on that that schedule but at least you have a vision on where you're going instead of it's just kind of being like all over the place and you're like i don't know i guess i'll go to the gym today no you go to the gym on monday thursdays and fridays at this time <laughs> you know what i mean you your cardio at this time and these are your meals that you're eating and you're waking up at this time because you have to meditate like yo, do it do it so that's highly recommendable i love it so okay i have one more question that a question that i ask all of my guests before yeah. i <laughs> so i'm gonna put you on the spot before i do that um for the listeners uh if they wanted to find you on the internet um and they want to learn more from you where do they locate you Go to Rashidat.com. I have Rashidat.com. Yes, Rashidat, <laughs> R-A-S-H-I-D-A-T.com, Rashidat.com. Or you can find me on the gram, I am underscore Rashidat. <laughs> awesome. Okay, yes. perfect. Thank you. Okay, so knowing everything that you currently know, I mean, it's been years and years of a journey for you. Let's say you were to go all the way back to the beginning of your journey. I know that would be brutal. <laughs> but if you were to go all the way back, what would be, and forget everything that you currently know, what would be the one thing, one piece of advice or piece of knowledge that you would want to keep with you or tell yourself that's just starting out on your health journey? I guess I would say how to love myself more. Mm. How to genuinely fall in love with myself because I didn't love myself back then. And I would like to, I would have liked to know more about love instead of it being just the relationship with someone else. Mm. I was, I, I was never taught how to have a loving relationship with myself. I, love that. I always I, felt like I needed someone or something, some type of device to complete me. Yeah. And I think that that would be, the the advice that i learned how to love myself unconditionally cool you know what no one's answered that before so i i, I love that i really appreciate that and you know what i think that's something that uh a lot of especially in 2018 and these days that that we need to learn so i think that's that's amazing advice yeah yeah like self-love is something that you know it's talked about more now and i don't know if it was talked about back then Maybe I'll miss that part, yeah. but it's, I mean, as you know, and I love my parents. I do. I'm not blaming them, but we're not taught uh, really about self-love and not like self-sabotage. You know, we, we, we're taught, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, but we're not taught do this, mm -hmm. do this, you know, don't, don't have kids, don't have sex with him. Don't, you know what I mean? Like those, those are super, super talked about, but I don't, and I don't know about your, in your household, but my household, we were never taught like self-love. Mm -hmm. So that would be definitely something that I would definitely tell myself, love yourself. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, Rashad, thank you so much for, for coming on here and sharing your story. Uh, you know, it's a pretty incredible and inspiring story that, that you've gone through. So I think people hearing your story, you know, that, that can motivate them to, to get up off the couch and, and accomplish what they need to accomplish. So keep preaching, keep sharing your story and, you know, we all appreciate it. So thank you so much. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you so, so much. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Simple Show. More importantly, I hope you learned something from it. If you did, leave me a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me.